0: Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to our study of Proverbs. We're in chapter 10. We just began the section last week that spans from chapter 10, verse 24, through the conclusion of chapter 10, verse 32. Generally speaking, this section is a contrast between the righteous and the wicked. And in many respects, that theme continues in the next section, which is Chapter 11, 1 through 31, which has more to do with maybe righteous behavior, even though, by and large, that may be parsing things out a little too finely. Let's begin with invocation and prayer, and then we'll go right into the text. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. All right, the first two verses of this section, 24 and 25, we covered last week. Once more, what the wicked dreads will come upon him, but the desire of the righteous will be granted. So, of a fun contrast, what the wicked does not want will happen, what the righteous one does want will happen. And the Lord is going to see to it that this is the case. Now, the righteous here, of course, is one who is cleansed and renewed, one who lives in the forgiveness of Yahweh and one who lives within the renewal of Yahweh, seeking the righteous path. So that's the way we understand the righteous. 25, When the tempest passes, the wicked is no more, but the righteous is established forever. We talked about how this is connected with our Lord's words and the parable of the man who builds on the sand and without a foundation. which is the man who builds on the rock and lays his foundation upon that rock. The tempest comes. The righteous one is established and remains through the storm And indeed, we recall our Lord's direct interpretation and meaning that the one who hears the word and does not do it is like this man who builds upon the sand. The one who hears and does it is like the one who builds upon the rock. All right, so those were the two Proverbs from this section that we covered last week. And now with verse 26, we're into the new material. Like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes. Well, you know smoke to the eyes. You can infer vinegar to the teeth. Not a pleasant thing. The study note talks about this being maybe sour wine and that kind of thing. Either way, nobody likes to drink vinegar. It's gross. So like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to those who send him. Obnoxious. Okay, so you have then this idea of the sluggard introduced, which is, of course, going to be a recurrent theme in the Proverbs. So I think we can just let that sit if you're comfortable with it. I think it's obvi- the meaning is obvious, and this idea of the sluggard will be developed as we go along. I think suffice it to say that what is contrasted in the Proverbs, and this will just relay the foundation. I think I've tried to lay just about every Sunday. That is that the wisdom herein isn't a mere earthly wisdom, but is a spiritual wisdom. So that which is praised is of God, and that which is not praised is not of God. So again, what we would infer here is The kind of that God would have us be not sluggards, but energetic, industrious, faithful in our vocations and our tasks. That would be the contrast, lest we be like vinegar to God's teeth and like smoke to God's eyes by our sluggishness. You can think of one of the deadly sins, sloth, so called deadly anyway, but sloth, the idea of being Lazy and uh, one can be physically lazy, one can be spiritually lazy. Usually, it's both. (laughs) All right, 27. The fear of the Lord, very important phrase because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That, in many respects, is the thesis, especially of this early part of Proverbs. So, anytime we see that construction, we want to pay a special attention because it's a riff on the main theme, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Here, the fear of the Lord prolongs life. But the years of the wicked will be short. Now, here is a perfect example of a proverb that is not a Promise but a principle not always and universally true, but generally true Right off the bat if we just take this to be earthly length of life, we can think of some notable exceptions We can think of our Lord Jesus the most righteous of all who dies in his early 30s We can think of the complaints of the psalm